I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with security expert Brian Evans, a principal consultant at Tom Walsh Consulting. Brian will be discussing the most important steps health entities should take when they suspect they've had a breach under HIPAA Omnibus, which went into effect last year. Hi, Brian. Hi, Marianne. Now, for starters, before a healthcare entity even gets to the point of suspecting they've had a HIPAA breach, how should they prepare? For instance, who should they have on standby to assess, investigate, and to respond to the breach? Well, there are several steps that organizations should take to prepare for a breach, and one of those is to formally designate and train an incident response team. Now, what I continue to find is organizations have more of an informal team that have not been formally designated or they haven't been trained. And so those are key components to establish those kinds of teams. The other area is at least documenting procedures that will help provide insight for the response team to respond to the incident. And so I continually see organizations lacking that level of detail with their documentation. That should also include working with your external organizations as well, because obviously we've got business associates that can encounter incidences and breaches, so those kinds of formal procedures need to be established. And then lastly, I'd say that organizations need to do a better job in tracking this incident information. I oftentimes come across an organization that tracks the information, but the privacy officer tracks it, the security officer, the compliance officer, and next thing you know, when you ask the question, how many data breaches did your organization have last year? There's 36, 24, 39. You need to be a little more in in sync with what, what you're doing in tracking this information. So now, if a healthcare entity is small, say a doctor practice or a small clinic with only a handful of people and no dedicated data security person, what should they do if they expect they've had a data breach? Well, in this situation, I would suggest getting assistance from an outside security vendor. That would be the most effective approach to take, simply because they don't have that wherewithal internally. But this is why preparation is so important. You don't want to wait until something bad happens to start figuring this out. And so small organizations should decide whether or not they're going to build this intelligence and expertise in-house or look to outsource it. If there's been an incident, say a doctor's car was broken into and a laptop computer stolen, what are the key steps the organization should take under HIPAA Omnibus to assess whether there's been a reportable HIPAA breach? Well, Omnibus provides at least four factors that organizations need to minimally consider. So the first one is what's the nature and extent of the PHI involved? There are 18 identifiers of PHI, such as name and social security number, obviously. What specific data elements were potentially affected by this incident? That's the question that you need to ask. So using your stolen laptop as an example, making this determination might be difficult because the device isn't available, obviously, but it's not impossible. So there are ways to at least investigate that and try to figure it out a little more effectively. Now, after a healthcare entity has performed a breach assessment and has determined that, yes, we've had a data breach, who do they notify first and what do they do next? Well, it depends on the type of breach and a number of other factors. So according to the HITECH Act, if a breach affects 500 or more individuals, then you'll need to notify Health and Human Services no later than 60 days following the discovery of the breach. However, if a breach affects fewer than 500 individuals, then you'll need to notify HHS no later than 60 days after the end of the calendar year in which the breach occurred. 
But that's just on the federal level. There are currently 46 states that have legislation requiring notification if a breach involves personal information. But these requirements vary by state. So you look at Ohio and Florida, for example, they require notification no later than 45 days following the discovery of a breach, while, let's say, Idaho and Rhode Island's law, and they, they say, and I quote, the most expedient time possible and without unreasonable delay. So after notification, the federal and state requirements are fairly clear on the steps that organizations need to take, which, of course, depends on on the circumstances. But once again, preparation is key to understanding and making these types of next-step determinations. But one step is consistent, regardless of all these variables, and that's ensuring all investigative steps taken, all evidence collected, and all supporting activities have been fully documented. So now, if it's a business associate of a covered entity that's had the breach, how do things change in terms of the steps taken by the BA and the covered entity in the breach response? Well, business associates should notify the covered entity as soon as they discover a breach has occurred, but no later than 60 days from the discovery of the breach, according to the HITECH Act. Now, this notification should include the identification of each individual who may be affected by the breach, as well as any other supporting information. But if I'm a covered entity then I want to have formally established breach notification and response procedures with my business associates, and I'm not sure I want to wait 60 days for them to notify me. So that's something that we need to figure out as an organization, if I'm a covered entity, to make sure that those procedures are squared away, and that may require some renegotiation and and revising of the business associate agreements. What are the biggest mistakes that organizations should avoid making in their breach investigations and response? Some of the biggest mistakes I see organizations make is not training their staff. So if you look at most healthcare organizations, they have what I would call a volunteer firefighter model, where folks have day jobs, but then they actually have to respond to a particular incident if, if called to go to the task. But the challenge is that those folks oftentimes aren't trained, they don't have a full understanding of their roles and responsibilities. And so that's really a, a, an easily correctable mistake if folks put, put forth the effort and, and work towards training and defining those roles and responsibilities. The other area I oftentimes see is not including all the stakeholders at the beginning of an incident. Oftentimes it may be on the IT side or on the legal side, and they start going downfield and investigating this, and then a a week or a day or or a month later they end up having to pull somebody else in. And if they had invited everybody to the party initially, then they would have been been able to at least uh, investigate that more effectively. So now changing subjects slightly, overall, how would you rate the state of information security of healthcare entities and BAs? What are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? Well, on the covered entity side, I still encounter organizations that are, believe it or not, with uh, the HIPAA security rule being almost 10 years in place, less than 20% compliant with those minimum security requirements. And that's with organizations large and small. So I think the challenge with a lot of organizations is the competing priorities and the focus and attention that they need to pay on on the HIPAA security rule minimally. With the business associate side, I encounter something similar. Now, they've had less time to focus on becoming compliant with the HIPAA security rule. So as a result, I see them even less mature in some respects. So I'd give the overall experience of of organizations that I've, I've worked with probably a C minus. Well, we have a ways to go. I continue to see that, and uh, I continue to see reports come out. There's a cybersecurity report that just came out from SANS Institute that pretty much indicates some of these blocking and tackling fundamentals in an information security program are continuing to be missed. 
Thanks, Brian. I've been speaking to security expert Brian Evans. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.